Welcome to Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. A 40-something trans woman shares her observations, life stories, and the adventures of her journey through transition and beyond. And now, here she is, your host, Sabrina Miller. Yay, hello, hello. Welcome back to another great episode of Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. Now let's listen to that band. Dance it off. Unless you're driving, don't do that. Oh, yeah! <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was Advil and the Ibuprofens featuring the Percocet Dancers. <laughs> I tell you, they get better every week. They get better every week. Oh, welcome, welcome. It feels like forever since I've uh, spoken to you guys. It's just kind of crazy. Uh, welcome back to a crazy sleigh ride of a, a stream of consciousness podcast that I call Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. If you're joining us for the first time, uh, I don't know, hold on to your hats and glasses. <laughs> you're in for kind of just a crazy ride. Every episode's a little little bit different, but a hell of a lot the same at the same time. I don't know. Long-time listeners, welcome back. Thank you. You know I love you. You know I love you. You've been with me for a long time, and I just love you guys. You guys are awesome. Ah, oh, episode 44. I can't believe it. 44. It, like, like I've mentioned so many times, it just seems to boggle my mind almost every episode. I mean, I spend time putting the, th- the stuff together, my thoughts, what I'm going to sh- talk about, this, that, and the other thing, you know? But it isn't until I sit down, hit the record button, that I think, holy crap, this is episode, whatever it is, in this case, 44, uh, which I have titled The Magic Pill. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, also, we have uh, another question from the 30-question uh, challenge there. We're on uh, question number 26. We have four left. Phew. And then we're done. And we'll find something else to do. Uh, we'll do a little bit of a secondary topic, of course, little fun thing that I got in store for us. And yes, we do have some listener feedback because listener feedback is awesome. But before we get to any of that, uh, let's just talk a little bit about the last couple episodes. Uh, episode 42, Transgender Social Networking. Uh, I kind of was all over the place on that episode and... I apologized in episode 43, I know, but I want to say again, (laughs) I'm sorry for being all over the place in that. And I realized after the fact that I was all over the place because social networking is all over the place. There's so many different types of social networking. I mean, you have your simple little, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter sort of thing. And then you've got your little bit of more professional LinkedIn. And then we can't overlook MySpace way back in the day that started it all, it seems. Uh, Then there's so many other things out there now. There's Vine and Instagram. I think I said that. Uh, uh, Periscope. 
uh, I mean, the list is almost endless. I, 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 it's crazy. So that's why I was all over the place. But I didn't realize that at the time. It took me, you know, listening to it and editing it to think about that. But anyway, that was probably one of the more confusing all over the place episodes. So kind of um, going to apologize for that right now and say I'm sorry because they're not all like that. <laughs> then we have episode 43, Visiting the Doctor. Uh, I'm so sorry about the background noise on that. Uh, life happens. I had some laundry going, and what you heard was the dryer. So I so apologize if that annoyed you while you were listening. But, you know, life happens. I got to do the things that I got to do. Uh, but I do hope you really enjoyed the secondary topic of episode 43, which was my little uh, happy birthday to Disneyland, which celebrated its 60th anniversary. So if you haven't heard any of that, go back to the archives, which, you know, iTunes or Stitcher, but the website that I use is Changes in Latitudes at podcast at blogspot.com. Uh, if you use iTunes, do us a favor, take a moment and give us a rating or in review. Uh, A little five-star rating is the easiest, simple thing you can do. takes five seconds, if not less to do that and then if you could spend maybe 30 seconds and put up a little review that helps tremendously on itunes if you ever pull up stuff in the itunes store and see new and noteworthy and wonder how it gets there that's how it gets there the number of downloads or purchases depending on what the item is obviously podcast is just downloads and then you know music and things like that are purchased So that's one way, but also the interaction that goes on those particular pages, like the reviews and the ratings. So if you could take the time to do that, I would greatly appreciate it. If you happen to use Stitcher, uh, give us a thumbs up for every episode. That's how that works over there. And then there's also comments and sharing on Twitter and Facebook and all that. So if you could do that, you Stitcher listeners, you, that would be awesome too. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash changes in latitudes podcast. And that's latitudes, that's plural, changes in latitudes, not singular, latitude. Uh, email, if you want to write me an email, changes in latitudes podcast at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Sabrina Miller 41. Speaking of Twitter, have you heard of Periscope? It's a little app that uh, Twitter put out, and it's basically a broadcast. Uh, One person broadcasts a video, essentially, out to the internets there, and people eh, tweet at you. They, They comment, and that pops up on the screen. So if you're not familiar with it, check it out, because I'm thinking about using that probably sometime in the first, I don't know, three, four, five days after an episode drops to just, you know, check in, talk with and say thank you for listening to the to the people that have listened and want to join in on the uh, Periscope thing there. So check that out. And if you do, let me know what you think about it. And now I think it's time for a little transitional music. topic here we are welcome to the main topic the magic pill as the episode suggests uh, i teased with this last episode what if you could take a pill that either change the way people view you essentially the ability to pass 100 percent of the time no dysphoria 
but nothing changes about you. You are still the same as you are now, but you have no dysphoria and people view you as your preferred gender. Or would you take a pill that would physically change you to be the preferred gender that you are? You know, that's what you're, you're a trans person, so you're striving for that, okay? So the, the second pill would physically change you, but you still have to deal with dysphoria. Ah, the caveat, okay? So I'll recap. Pill number one changes the way people see you. You have 100% passability, no dysphoria, but nothing changes about you. Or, pill number two, everything physical would change about you, but you still would deal with the same dysphoria that you deal with now. Which would you take? Or would you not take anything and just keep life the way it is now because life is a journey? Tough question. I know. I know. It's tough. I've been boggled in my mind on this for for a while. Um, For me, I I, I don't know. I see the benefits of both. I really do. Uh, You know, the first one, you stay the same, uh, but others treat you and, and, and interact with you the way that you desire them to be. But every time you look in the mirror, you know, you're still the same, but yet you have no dysphoria. You're just happy. Uh, or you look in the or the second pill, you look in the mirror and everything's changed. Everything's the way you want it, but you still deal with dysphoria. I, I don't, I don't know what I would, what I would do. I think the first one, it would be great as long as you don't ever look in the mirror. <laughs> you know, but then again, the question is, how do you apply makeup unless you have somebody do that for you uh if you're a trans woman if you're a trans man you know shaving for example number two you still have the dysphoria that you would have even though you're content with what you see in the mirror uh it's a crazy 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 thing um for me personally i don't know if i would change anything um and i can say that because of my age you know a little bit of life experience allows me to say you know what no it's worth the journey uh, if I was younger, yeah, I would probably, oh, geez, which pill would I take? You know, I would probably take number one because with my theater background, when you, you in makeup class and you, you do all these sorts of different things, changing your look and adding prosthetics and, and, and fantasy creatures and, oh, it's just, and, and, and wounded, oh, it's crazy fun times but you get a chance to see yourself in so many different ways that you stop looking at yourself the way that you had been looking at yourself prior to that uh also you spend a lot of time staring at yourself in the mirror so you get used to seeing your face uh more so than the average person i guess so i I wouldn't have a problem staying exactly the same but yet everybody treats me the way i want to be treated uh, because because of my my history with uh, with theater, so if I had to choose, that's the one I would. But really, I don't I don't think I would would choose anything. Uh, because life is a journey. Yeah, it, it's it's very difficult for me to put into words right now. But I don't know if I'd want to have the overnight experience of either pill. Whatever, whichever one you chose, because the overnight experience, there's, there's still a shock. There's still stuff to deal with. 
think of the movie Freaky Friday or any of the remakes of it. Uh, people, you know, they're dealing with an extreme immediate change. I mean, it, that one is not a wanted change, but still, even with a wanted change, it still would be, there would be time to get, you'd take a chance to get used to it. So I think, I think the gradual change, the slow process of it all, is what I like about the time I have right now, if that makes any sense to anybody. Transgender 30 Question Challenge. Question 26. Do you feel comfortable answering questions about being trans if your teacher, friend, stranger asked you? You know, this is a this is a very touchy, touchy subject for many trans people, and everybody, I think, has a, not only just a different answer, but a different feeling about it. For me, it would have to be the right circumstances and environment. The audience that would be listening, it, 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 I, it's, it would vary because what would make me, or what would, what would allow me to feel comfortable to start speaking to, you know, a general population, you know, as, as the question states, teacher, friend, stranger, um, I, I, for me, it would be the, the environment. So, I mean, for example, if I was out in a restaurant and the people I was with, you know, knew that I was trans and said, you know, I have a question. What is the journey like? Or something like that. Uh, you know, a legitimate question, not one of the ones that we all roll our eyes at. Um, you know, have you had any surgeries or whatever the case may be, you know. Um, but a legitimate question. I don't know if a restaurant would be the right environment to share that in. The people... Well, well, I would hope that if they're comfortable enough to ask me, I'm going to be comfortable enough to give them an answer. Uh, however, in the restaurant, I would probably say, let's talk about this later. <laughs> uh, and the same is true for almost any public environment like that. Uh, if we were in a private environment, you know, somebody's home or, you know, a more private uh, booth in a restaurant, maybe, where there's nobody overhearing the conversation... Um, yeah, if, if the people, if the people are close enough to me to, to ask the question, feel comfortable enough to ask the question, chances are I'm going to answer again, dependent upon the question. And it's, it's, it's weird for me because I do put out this podcast and I do share my life, you know, essentially with a stranger out there because there are listeners that I don't know. I was, I was just looking through the uh, download count and the, the, the matrix thing that I have for uh, collecting data on my downloads, okay? And predominantly the downloads come from America, which I expect, but I've got a lot of listeners in Canada. Hello, Canada. Thank you. Uh, I've got listeners in Australia and England and uh, Germany, France, Ireland, uh, I, th I think Africa or India. I, 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 it, I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> I, I didn't make a list about this. This is just off the top of my head. And 
and and people on the Facebook because when you like a page on Facebook, they, they it shows your demographic, whatever it may be. I don't know who is who, but the demographic, you know, shows that there are people in these places I just listed, and. To me, that's just a crazy thing to think about because, yeah, I know a couple people in Canada. I I know people that have gone to Europe. I, well, that's not true. I know a couple people in Europe through my previous podcast and through just the internet. But I don't know anybody in India or Australia or Africa. And there's people downloading, repeatedly downloading the podcast, meaning they didn't just try an episode and say, okay, no, thank you. <laughs> they're, they're coming back for more. So welcome. Hi, thanks for returning and listening. I appreciate it. So to me, that just boggles my mind. But most of you, unless you've written me or, you know, interacted with me, you're a stranger to me. But yet I'm here sharing all this. So it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing for me to talk about. Yes, I know. But I feel that everybody's a friend here, and, and honestly, when I sit down and chat with you, I think that I, you know, we're in that secluded booth at a restaurant, or we're in somebody's you know, living room, or, or patio, covered patio something, you know, hangout room, <laughs> den, you know, entertainment room, just hanging out, having a drink. You know, coffee, tea, beer, wine, whatever, you know, hors d'oeuvres, finger food, you know, we're just, we're, we're hanging out and I'm sharing my stuff with you. And that's what I like about the podcast. Also, within the podcast, I do have ultimate control of what I share and what I choose to share because obviously there are things I keep to myself. Everybody does. And if you don't, well, you're one of those special people that can just live their life out in the open. I I respect you. I can't do it. <laughs> I I need a little bit of privacy maintained for me, but there's also a lot of stuff that I still share with you guys. Uh now in life, if if a friend, I don't really have any teachers, so let's just say coworker, you know, if a friend or a coworker asked me about being trans or a question about it, again, the environment would be a big thing for me. You know, I'm not going to share it where a lot of people can hear. But again, if they asked, chances are I'm going to answer, uh, depending on the question, of course. Uh, for a coworker, I probably wouldn't share as much as a friend because, you know, they're a coworker. They don't need to know the intimate details of my life. Uh, I mean, there are some friends through work. I get that. But I'm talking about the average coworker, you know, the person that kind of you know, floats around the uh, office and, you know, butterflies between cubicles checking in on people. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, those types of people. Uh, that type of person, yeah, probably not as much as somebody else. <laughs> but that's just the type of person that they are. So, I don't know. And and they, that type of person also seems like the type of person that would be in on, I don't want to say gossip, but they're the type of person that would love to share the information. Oh, hey, did you hear that so-and-so blah, blah, blah? And and it's something simple, like like somebody went to a concert over the weekend, you know? Oh, hey, did you hear that so-and-so went to the blah, blah concert over the weekend? Yeah, I heard about that. Oh, no, they haven't shared that with me, but I knew they were going. You know, whatever the answer is. They want to be the first person to talk about it and share it. I know you all know the type of person I'm talking about. And if you don't know the type of person I'm talking about, chances are you're that type of person. Ha ha! 
I don't know. <laughs> anyway, back on track. Um, they, they, they just seem to be that type of person. And honestly, I hate that shit. So I try not to play into it. I keep it very simple to those types of people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or in, in my scenario of the whole concert thing, really? I didn't know that they were going to the such and such concert. They didn't tell me. Wow. I didn't even know so-and-so was in town to play a concert. Yeah, I'd play that sort of horseshit answer. Uh, so, but that's, uh, yeah. So I guess that's my answer for question 26. Do I feel comfortable answering questions about being trans to people? Well, depends on the environment and depends on the circumstances. And, of course, depends on the question asked. I'd like to know your thoughts. Send them my way. Changes in Latitudes podcast at gmail.com. Also, we're rounding out the end of the 30-day challenge, 30-question challenge. If you've got any questions or if you've got any thoughts or feelings or things you want me to talk about to take up the space of this part of the episode, send it my way. Right, secondary topic. Secondary topic. Uh, okay, let's go back to episode 28. And in episode 28, I answered question number 16 of the 30-question challenge. And that question was, what is your rock anthem? For those of you who know episode 28 and the question, you know, what's your rock anthem? You know what I did. Uh, for those of you that don't, I, I put a mashup of about uh, 10, I think, songs, 10, 11 songs. And uh, <laughs> in the beginning, I used Sweet Transvestite from Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I just used the, the, the opening blurb of Sweet Transvestite. And, and that's, that's because it, I remember the first time I heard it, somebody i was like i don't know 17 i think maybe maybe 18 and it was my first you know hey have you heard of the rocky horror picture show no i haven't oh blah 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 this is this thing and they talk back to the screen and it's a lot of fun and this is before the whole big dress up thing dressing up the parts came after this that's how old i am Yes. Uh, yeah, this was in the late, early, no, late 80s. Late 80s to early 90s. And when I say early 90s, 91 <laughs> tops. So we went and saw the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Now, the theater we went to was actually one of the theaters that either just started it and so nobody went, or they didn't allow people to bring things in or people didn't know about the showing uh i later found out that there is a bigger crowd drawing viewing of it over the hill um i was i was in oh i think it was in studio city uh or burbank uh, where i went to this particular theater and the big brouhaha theater was in um westwood well just just west of westwood and that uh so i went to that one later anyhow my very first experience i didn't know what to expect and there was literally 10 people maximum and when i say literally i'm i'm not meaning the new definition figuratively i mean literally 10 people thereabouts an empty theater and it was a smaller size house theater it wasn't a big big uh, uh, arena you know type uh, type theater 
And there was only two people that were shouting to the screen. And I didn't know that that was a thing for Rocky Horror. So for the first, I don't know, 30 minutes of the show, I was wondering, why is this person talking out loud? Jesus Christ, will you just shut up? Yeah, well, after that is when I started actually hearing what was being said. Because we were in the back row. And this particular person was, I don't know, probably in the first third of the rows. And so we didn't really hear a lot of what was said because, you know, you got the speaker for the sound and that person's speaking toward the screen, not toward us. So, you know, having a hard time hearing. But then we started hearing, you know, little things that were just funny. I don't remember the the specifics, but I'm like, he's doing that on purpose. Oh, my God. And that's when I knew what Rocky Horror Picture Show was. So when I saw Sweet Transvestite, because at that point I'd already dabbled a little bit in cross-dressing, my mind was blown. I believe at that point I had already known Tim Curry from the movie Clue and you know, probably a couple other things. And so seeing him as Frankenfurter, well, I, I, it, it told, total full drag, I was blown away. Well, I was blown away by the whole movie, but that's a whole another thing. And so, so that song, well, the whole movie, really, but that song in particular has stayed with me since. So that's why I included it with my rock anthem. Now, I told you that to be able to tell you this. What I wanted to use in that mashup rock anthem thing was the song Lola by the Kinks. But it really didn't fit into the edit. Uh, so go back and listen. You'll know what I'm talking about when you hear it. Uh, and it just didn't quite fit in. And the reason I wanted to use Lola was because the first time I ever heard of that particular song was, believe it or not, on the TV show Family Ties. Uh, if you don't know it, go look it up. For those of you that know it, uh, the character of Nick, which was the uh, daughter, sister, uh, Justine Bateman's character, uh, it, it was her boyfriend. And he was, one of the, he was one of those, you know, rough, tough, you know, punk sort of guys that didn't say a lot. And so his lines were a lot of, yo, hey, uh-huh, right on, you know, that sort of thing. And it was stereotypical for the time. And the, the actor, I don't know his name, played it brilliantly. But throughout I don't know, a number of episodes, he kept bringing up the song Lola by the Kinks. And I'm like, Lola by the Kinks? I don't know that song. And actually, surprisingly, I did, but well, how I knew the song was through Weird Al's parody, Yoda. So by the time I heard the actual song, I went, oh, that's the song that Al is parodying. Parodying? Parodying. Parody? Parodying. It'll come to me in a couple of hours. Anyhow, uh, so, so I heard the character Nick say, talk about this song. And I, I found the song. It was, it, was this, it, it was the strangest thing. I found the song. I was going to a record store. I don't remember which one. There were so many of them back in the day. And I was looking through cassettes because cassettes were still being sold. CDs were not a thing. <laughs> not yet, anyway. Actually, I think they might have been a CD at the time. Yes, but I found a a cassette tape of the Kinks, and on that cassette was Lola. So the process was I saw the tape, 
you know, kinks. And I went, the kinks, hey, that's that group that does that song, Lola, let me look at it. And I flipped it over and bam, there it was in the, in the listing, Lola. So I bought it and it was whatever, 10 bucks or whatever it was at the time. And so I brought it home and I listened to it. And that's when I said, oh, this is Yoda. <laughs> this is the song that he parodied for that. And it wasn't until probably my 10th listening when I really understood the story behind Lola. And I suppose I could do this now, but at the time I wished I could go back and rewatch the episodes of Family Tides that were talking about Lola now that I know that the song is about a transvestite. So since I didn't get a chance to play it for you in episode 28, I'm going to play it for you now. Here is Lola by the Kinks. Like cherry cola, see how cola. She walked up to me and she asked me to dance. I asked her her name and in a dark brown voice she said, Lola, 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 Lola.
Now, I really wonder how the Kinks came up with that song. That's something I should Google. And you know what? Since we talked about it before, why not play Sweet Transvestite? Here you go. How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty grooving. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man. With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my Tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania Hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> but not the symptom. Listener feedback. It's time for listener feedback. All right, this first listener feedback comes from a longtime listener. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure a longtime listener. Definitely a binge listener, Julie M. 
it's, I, I apologize for the tardiness in sharing this with everyone. It's close to, well, it's way over a month old. But uh, she wrote in and said, and this is in regards to episode 32 specifically, Yes, I'm behind in my listening, but hey, I do listen. I love your comments about feeling overly wonderful when you felt accepted as a mother by other mothers. That had to be an amazing moment, as you articulated that it was. And I look forward to moments like that. I'm so happy that you not only get to have those moments, but you get to raise your son in that environment. What a true joy. Yes, Julie, it is. She continues, I also like your sage advice on taking it slow concerning making physical changes and how they do or don't correlate to internal happiness. Truer words have never been said. As you know, it's hard to take it slow once you start to come out. You've been cooped up in the wrong outer wrapper for so long that you are sometimes hell-bent on showing the world who you really are. I have to resist those urges daily, and I'm sure you've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I added that in, the, the got the t-shirt, because that's, that's how the saying goes. Anyway, she, can, she finishes up with, keep up the fab work, Sabrina, love the show, and hope it continues to garner listeners and support. Peace, or excuse me, love and peace, Julie. Julie, thank you so, so much for writing in. And apologies again for taking so long to get this out there on the air, but my production schedule and, you know, the summer's been kind of crazy and family life and, well, you all know, you're fans of the show, you've heard it all, <laughs> and you'll hear it more about it in the future. Uh, it, so here we are saying that. Julie, thank you so much for writing in. And it, it really warms my heart to hear feedback like that. Because, as I've said probably before when I started this show, I, I did it because I had to get this out. But I did it because I had been searching for something like this my entire life. So now to be able to give that back to people, it's just an amazing thing for me. And it makes the circle complete. And I hope you understand that. Well, I'm sure you do. You listen to the show. So thank you for confirming what I was hoping the show did. And I'm glad that you're, you're on track with your uh, transition and your life. And congratulations, Julie. And thank you again for listening. And thank you again for writing. All right, next listener feedback. A listener feedback. This is about... Dun, 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 dun. Well, let's do this uh, Do this correctly. Okay. Post-production. Put in f- a fanfare. We're going to talk about Patreon. That's right. Patreon. First, before we get into anything about Patreon, I have to say thank you so much, Candice. Candice T., was the very first person to to pledge for our show through Patreon. She has pledged $5 a month. Thank you, Candice. You're awesome. You're just incredible. Thank you very, very much. Now, for those of you that are wondering, what the hell is Patreon? When you get a moment, don't stop listening, but when you get a moment, go to patreon.com 
well, specifically patreon.com slash changes in latitudes podcast. But if you want to know more about Patreon, patreon.com, and that's P A T R E O N dot com slash changes in latitudes podcast. And what Patreon is, I mean, everybody's heard of Kickstarter and what's the other one? GoFundMe. And there's, there's a few other things out there. And those are great. I'm not knocking them. Those are perfect and fantastic for what they are. But what they are is a single solitary project. Somebody has an idea concept that they want to get money for to make something, whether it's uh, a toy or a board game or a computer game or an app or something, you know, a craft where they have to make something, but they got to get the money for the supplies or whatever the case may be. Those couple things are perfect for those sorts of projects. Patreon is made for things like podcasts or video casts or musicians that put out, you know, music on a regular basis or just somebody that's creative creating content on a regular basis, however that regular basis is, monthly, weekly, semi-annually, whatever their individual thing is. That's what Patreon's for. Because what you do is you, you donate, you, the listener, the subscriber, the, the pledger, the patron, or patron, patron, there we go. <laughs> the patron gives what you can afford, whatever your budget allows. In Candace's case, it's $5 a month, which is what I ask, because that works out to be about a dollar and change an episode, like a dollar 25 an episode, because I put out one, you know, every week. So that's four a month. And then on those odd months, there's, you know, five a month. So, and, you know, it averages out to be like a dollar something an episode, which, hey, pfft, can't ask for more. That's my thought. Can't ask for more than that. But if you want to give more, you most certainly can give more. You most certainly can. can. Like, I'm just going to use Candace for example. If Candace was able to give, I don't know what, let's just add a zero, 50 bucks a month. Wow, that would make my month. I'll say that. But, but that would, she can go in and adjust it. She can go in and say, you know what, for three months, I'm going to give Sabrina $50 a month for the podcast. And then, you know, at the end of the three months, goes back into her account and changes it back to the $5 because, you know, she got a tax bonus or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm making this up as I go along anyway. But you get my point. And let's just say if Candace, you know, something happens and can't afford $5 a month, she can bring that down to a dollar. She can, you know, back down all the way to nothing, which, you know, hey, I understand. I don't encourage, but I understand. Again, you can change it again. That's the beauty of it. And it can go on and on and on. And that allows me to reach the goals that I've listed out there on Patreon. To, to, I don't have it in front of me. I'm going off of memory because some of the things I want to get are an additional microphone. So, I'll, so my you know, in-studio you know, second guest sort of recordings sound a little bit better than they have. I would like to buy some more external uh, media storage, you know, external hard drive sort of thing. And those, those, you know, they're, they're, they've come down in price, but they're not cheap. You know, I mean, I, yes, they are inexpensive, but the capacity is not very high. So then you got to get more of them. Yeah, it's, it's a toss up, you know, anyhow, that's on the list. Uh, I would like to, well, one of the big goals is, you know, those, those little storage sheds, those like tough sheds that they sell. I'd like to get one 
and put it up in our backyard and basically make it into a studio. You know, put some ventilation in, put one of those quiet uh, portable ACs, not one of the in-window things, but one that kind of rolls around AC, uh, you know, the table and, and, you know, mic stands and then get some moving blankets and hang those out for sound quality and all that, you know. So that's a big goal down the road. I don't expect to hit that anytime soon. I mean, if I do, hey, great, fantastic. But realistically, I don't expect to hit that anytime soon. But a little bit every month helps. And so that's really what I want to talk about with Patreon. Because as you all know, podcasts are a totally free form of, well, entertainment, yes, but knowledge and uh, humor and news. I mean, it's it's endless out there. Music. I mean, podcasts are free, and there is a ton of stuff that's available through them. But to put one out, it's it's relatively inexpensive. I mean, I've already got the mic set up, so that was you know that was an investment from before, you know. But still, an investment. And as I mentioned a moment ago, external storage, you know. That happens. Um, but more importantly, it's not just those material things. It's the time involved. It's the time I sit recording. It's the time I sit editing and, you know, and putting things together. And then the time of publishing and the time of thinking of things and the time of you know, trying to meet up with people to interview and record them and all that stuff. And so that's why I ask for you to give whatever you can. I mean, my request is a dollar an episode, you know, basically four or five bucks a month, because I think that's more than fair for what I give you (laughs) on a pretty regular basis. And in the future, I will think of, you know, bonus things to give to the to the specific contributors. But since I'm putting something out on a weekly basis, it's kind of difficult to think of anything special. Um, T-shirts come to mind, stickers, uh, things like that, little knickknack things. But I don't really have a logo. <laughs> if you look at the show, it's pretty simple. It's n- I don't think that would transfer well to a t-shirt. So, oh, hey, 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 I just thought of this. If you, the listener out there now, are artistic, come up with some sort of t-shirt design. D- come up with the t-shirt design. I'll figure out the rest later. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do it, listener that's creative out there listening right now. Whether you're listening on the day this publishes or a year later, send in a t-shirt design. Anyhow, I'm going off on a little tangent there. Check it out, patreon.com slash changesinlatitudespodcast. I will put a link in the show notes back over on Changes in Latitudes podcast at Blogspot. Or, you know, pull up Patreon and search out Changes in Latitudes podcast. That should do it as too. And if you'd like to write me, the email one last time, changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com. Holy mackerel, are we at that time already? This show went by, well, pretty quick, actually. This was one of the faster-moving shows. Well, at least for me, I hope it went just as smoothly as it could for you. However you listen, whether it's straight through or in spurts. All right, next episode. Next episode, I'm going to title it... I'm not as think as you drunk I am.
And I'll let you figure that out till next episode. Hey, I'm always looking for topics. Send them my way. Changes in Latitudes podcast at blogspot.com. And now, as Jimmy Buffett says, if I couldn't laugh, I just would go insane. If we couldn't laugh, he just would go insane. If we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. Stay crazy, everyone. listening to Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. I'd love to hear from you, so let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear about by emailing me at changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com or by leaving a comment on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash changesinlatitudespodcast or at the website changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and please leave us reviews and star ratings. Now, wait for it. Here it comes. Disclaimer time! Disclaimer time! I am not a doctor nor a lawyer, and I certainly do not pretend to be one. I am a trans woman who began her transition later in life. I am here to discuss my life, so I take no responsibility for your decisions based on my personal thoughts and experiences. If you are thinking about transition or are questioning your gender identity, first, please know that you are not alone in your thoughts and questions. Second, please seek the advice of a qualified gender therapist or at the very least a local support group. If you're having difficulty finding a qualified professional in your area, I suggest reaching out to the closest LGBT center near you. And lastly, please remember, always question the source when researching information on the internet. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permission from the host. Copyright 2015 by me, Sabrina Miller. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Outtakes. And now, here she is, your host, Sabrina Miller. Yay, hello, hello. Welcome back to another great episode of Transgender Experience Changes in Latitudes, and I can't talk. I'm going to have to do this again. Okay, all right, let's let's just do this again. Or would you not take either of them because... Uh, or... No, I know, it's tough. I've been bondering... Blah, 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 blah. Episode 28, and in... in challenge and that question was what is your rock anthem uh for those of you who know
astounding Time is fleeting Madness takes its toll But listen closely Not for very much longer I've got to keep control Is this the end? Yes, it is. And never forget.